I'm glad you remember the words. I just want it to be hot. We do need to adjust this for our prop at some point. Yes, it's I going know, to I know you wanted to do that last time, but you haven't seen our new Justice 4 video, but it's for a very special someone or someones. I won't give up too much information, but. Someones, someone. I could have been, you know, could have been a different artist, a group. It was a solo artist. Wow. Okay, we're giving I'm it away. Squad, I'm giving. They're all gonna know who it is. <laughs> they don't know. They might know. You didn't know. I didn't know. I know. It was a surprise. But you know what? I was very passionate about him or her, and I can't believe I gave that option. So, mm. 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 but our pop should come. Our pop is coming. Is what an album. It's, it's an I album. need to listen to it again. I love yeah. that it ends with applause. Oh, absolutely. Like, and the th- reason why we need to do justice for Art Pop is so we can prove to the Lady Gaga stands who watch <laughs> our videos that we love we Lady Gaga. We do. We do. We just... Were we doing two game nights and Art our Pop came out? We... Uh, when did Art Pop came out? Like, end of 2013. And we started doing it in, uh, like... April of 2013 uh, So it did come out But we maybe weren't doing music But stuff we weren't yet. doing like like our Actually like our first music video reaction Was reacting to the art pop music To the GUI music video Oh That was like I think that was our first music video reaction Wow what a time So Lady Gaga started it all She did us. She started it all Thank you Gaga Thank you Gaga So this is dedicated to Lady Gaga Welcome back to the 2K Mats Podcast. It's Matt Palmer. And it's Matt Steele. We're back here with another exciting podcast app for you. Yeah, It's going to be amazing. I mean, supposedly. It's late, so who knows how it much energy It is late, but we're having a, you know, a fun time. It's I a think, great day. I, it is a great day. End of January. Today is the birthday of our Lord and Savior, Carol Channing. Oh, well, happy birthday she to her. She turns 100 years old today. Well, do you still... Turn ages after you've you absolutely do. It has been a hundred years that the earth has known of a Carol Channing, mm, and so okay. therefore she will continue to age throughout our lifetimes and beyond. Uh, I just think of I feel like after you know you move to the beyond, you're just like timeless, you're just like in the ether, and like oh, she was born today. How exciting! I don't think you turn anything. Well, no, but like the earth has experienced yet another year of her because even mm. though Carol Channing is no longer with us, there is always Carol Channing to consume. Soon. Okay. And so, therefore, we go by the years of their impact on Earth. And oh. Her, since her impact will be forever, we will be counting until the end of time. Any other questions? I guess not. <laughs> I mean, I guess there's no other questions. Well, I have one more question. Okay. What's the other question? How was your week? My week was lovely. Yes. I did a lot of writing. All right. A lot of writing. All right. It's very exhausting. Do you uh, feel good about the progress? I do. Yes. And uh, I was uh, a guest on a podcast Ooh, this week. Oh, what podcast? The podcast Putting It Together, oh. which I talked about on this podcast as my Give Me Moments a few weeks ago. Yeah. Um, a, a, now, a, a dear friend. Uh, uh, it's his podcast, and he basically goes through all of the works of Stephen Sondheim. Mm-hmm. Show, like, each season of the podcast is a show. Amazing. And each episode is analyzing a different uh, song of, like, what from the show. What song did you get? Well, I didn't get a song because oh. I'm on the right now, we're on the A Little Night Music season. Okay. And so he finished all the songs but he's sort of capping the season off with an overview review of all of the different recordings of a little night music all right like well not all of them but like the ones that are easily available yeah uh, and so it was a lot of a little night music content wow. like I was listening to all those cast recordings over and over again to like figure out which ones I loved and everything and it's through listening to these cast recordings that I understood Matt Palmer's Love of remixes. I'm telling <laughs> because you, because in the 1995 London cast recording of uh, A Little Night Music, mm-hmm. there is sort of a mashup of two different versions of the song and the glamorous life. Mm. In the like a regular stage show, there's one version, but in the movie, there was another version. Okay. Both songs are utterly brilliant and okay. amazing. And the 1995 London production like combined the two, and I was like, "This!" And it was you, the most euphoric experience like of my week <laughs> okay. or of my year, probably right. just listening to it. And I was like, "Oh, this is why Matt Palmer loves Hello. remixes." Because like, no, it's not like the. Um, we're glad we have the original song. Of course, like, this is just a new way of listening a to new, to um, great music. Exactly. It's like let's reimagine the brilliance and give it a whole another layer of perfection. And it's yeah. like, what's there to dislike? 
Yeah. Oh, speaking of, I'm telling you that I, I the MC30 EPs are coming back, and so this week was the Emancipation of Mimi week. And even though the Say Something remix, both remixes, the dance mix and the like hip hop remix were already available on streaming. Fuck, those were good remixes. <laughs> the remix with the Dim Franchise Boys is amazing. The So Deaf mix and also the dance mix, which is, of course, like 30 minutes long. Mm-hmm. And David Morales does. And it's just like, why don't you say something? <laughs> just like, <laughs> I love it. I, it's like, worth your while, worth your while, worth your while, worth your while. It's like, yes. For 30 minutes. For 30 minutes. And, and you I'm, know, I wish that Glamorous Life rendition <laughs> went on for 30 minutes. It really fills me with such joy. To get a good remix, it really... It makes a difference. It just makes a difference. Okay, so. I, I might be turning the, the tide on you. all remixes. I'm telling you, it, it has it's, it has an important piece of the life of the song and the life of the art. Once you get to see it from a different point of view, that's beautiful. It's gorgeous. That's beautiful. I'm 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 not, I'm not fully converted yet, but mm. like I'm. You're on the way. I'm on the way. Okay. Yes. Well, my week was good as well. Thank yes. You for how asking. was your? Okay. <laughs> I was going to ask how was your week. My week was good. I'm trying to think what happened. What we do? Why well, today? Did you say I put up the artwork? In the I did room. see. Yes. I was in my bedroom writing, and ah. then I heard bang, bang, bang. Yes, darling. And so the, the we have now a new artwork on our front area. If you've seen our apartment tour video, we had like this front area that was kind of um, a little naked, and yeah. uh, it always looks nice during the holidays because I have my big fake Christmas tree I put up there. But then once it came down, I was kind of like, oh, that freaking naked area again. Yeah. So we we got a big fake plant and then we got a piece of artwork and the artwork is up. I'm going to get the planter for the plant next month, I believe is the plan. And it's just going to be like a lovely, serene area. So as soon as you're like tying up your shoes to head on out, you can just think, wow, it's serene. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you can just say, wow, look at this fake plant. Yes. I love nature yes uh, and and the the picture is like sort of like a it looks a little sky ish mm. or like maybe a little ocean you know what it's called it's called what river oh i love that <laughs> it's a beautiful yes and it's and it's also felt art piece of art so it has a bit of texture to it texture which you we love, love. Your textured you art know, i you do have your giant cousin it i don't call it cousin it <laughs> but it is you know it has you, you gotta know you gotta know that it feels good when you look at it Yes, like but you, you don't touch it. Don't touch don't it. Don't touch what's a on the boy. Wall. I was dating touched it. I was like, don't, don't touch that. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, like came in and touched it. Wait, like Jackson? No, no, no. Oh, Jackson. the the cousin it thing. Yeah. I thought you were talking about the the new felt thing. I was no, like, only Jackson who, has yeah, been. Who, here. Else, who else would you be? Yeah, touch. Oh no, I wouldn't dare. I wouldn't touch that. No, I I learned from my grandmother who was always very much like, you do not touch what is on the walls. Which I mean, hello, people, have like, have we not all been to a museum before? If you see art, don't just be like, yeah. can I touch it? I would literally look in the mirror of my grandmother's living room. Mm. I would just look in it, just look at myself, and she would just be like, don't touch the mirror. <laughs> She'd be like, I just hey. wash. I just cleaned it. I'm with and, her, and queen. She always has just cleaned the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> but now I'm just like, oh no, I would never touch anything on a wall. How, yeah. Why would you? No. Uh, I'm trying to think of anything else I really even did this week. I... Don't know that I did it. I stayed inside a lot. I cut Jackson's hair again. Like it's another day, another pandemic. I you love know? how you're so eager to cut Jackson's hair, but if, whenever I'm like, "Ooh, Matt, could you like trim the back, I like mean, the nape of my neck?" You're just like, "No." In fairness, your hair seems a bit more complicated than Jackson's hair. I could watch is. a video <laughs> of like white boy hair, straight white boy hair. And it's like, okay, this is what you do. This is what you do. This is what you do. With you. Who, uh, who knows what's gonna happen? I don't. Yeah. So I don't want. I don't want to be. I don't know what to do. My hair is now turning back into what my old hair was. <laughs> <laughs> like it is turning back into the fro. Well, this is your new pandemic look. You're uh, just like you know what? You're going back. I know. I don't. I truly don't know what to do with it. I mean, because you can't go to Masood. You can't go to the barber. No. I mean, no. like barbers are opening back up, but like I'm. You're not, like I'm not gonna do that. I right don't now. feel great about. Uh, that. Yeah, yeah, I don't feel. Maybe like in a month. Mm. But it's like when like, you see people, people are so lining up outside of. Oh, I always forget the burger place's name right by us on our, on the corner that I love. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there was like an entire group of children outside, like eating outside. That everyone was waiting in lines. I saw so many people without masks on, like eating there, and I'm like. Like eating and then also waiting in line. Like you're just waiting in line with your friends. Put your motherfucking mask. Oh yeah, on. like you you when you're not eating or yes. like, like you have your mask. It's on. crazy. Yeah, no, it's it, it is a lot. It's it's a lot to take in. Yes, it's a lot to comprehend. Because it's like, wait, I mean, the numbers are getting slightly better, but they're like so much worse than when we closed everything. So what's happening? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I mean, like. Of course, like vaccinations are happening, and that's wonderful. So it's kind of it is kind of like only up from here hopefully if yes. everything goes according to plan right. but still it's kind of just like 
I'm not ready to venture no. with this yet. I'm going to keep in the bubble, in the pod, only see the people inside that I see now. And, yeah. you know. And I'll see how I'm feeling as the weeks go on. Mm-hmm. I'm sure I will be feeling better as time goes I on. I would feel better with a freaking shot to the arm right now. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. Stick to it know in know that they're all in there me. and it's around. And that's some like some, the fact that if this is true, that uh, vaccines are actually getting thrown away, I just... I don't know what I'm going to do. Oh, <laughs> like, oh. that's just well, but I mean, unfathomable. I, but I mean, I see like all those videos of the, all the people lined up waiting for like the vaccines that they're about to throw away. Yeah. And doctors are like, I don't care if you don't, if you like don't qualify, if you're not over 65 or whatever, yeah, just, like we are not throwing these vaccines away. Good. So come on in, right. get your vaccine. And I'm right. like, maybe I should do that. I know. Maybe it's I literally should. something I've thought about. Maybe like you, me and Jackson should just like one day hey. just go. I would do it. <laughs> but spend the, it if we have a day free. Like the issue is if I take like a sick day and do this, what? What if we wait all that day? Because you very like, like not likely, but it's as possible to not get a vaccine. Yeah, of course. As it is. Yeah, you do. So I'm like, what if I take a whole sick day and then I don't get it? And then I'm like, oh, that was a waste of a sick day. Well, I mean, it wouldn't be a waste because you're with, you know, friends. I would be with friends. We'll see. We we'll see. I, you know, I don't like standing up. <laughs> yeah, you're not. <laughs> I'm not an upright. Give me a bed. If there was a bed that I could lie on for this entire time, it'd be mm. perfect. No, no, no. You have to work <laughs> for that for that bonus vaccine. You better okay? work, bitch. Um, so should we jump into some news for idiots? Let's get into the news. We're going to start it off with the tougher stuff. Oh. I know. Just to get it out of the way. Not out of the way. Well, like, let's give honor to a few legends who are no longer with us as of this week. Um, Cloris Leachman who uh, starred on the Mary Tyler Moore show, earned herself two Emmys, and his household name passed away. Yeah. I was very upset about this. Yeah. I, Cloris Leachman, she won the Oscar for Best Supporting Actress for 1971 for The Last Picture Show, which mm. is a movie that I adore, and I think she gives, honestly, like... I think like one of my favorite win, wins in that category, wow. which as you all know is my favorite category. I mean, come on. <laughs> and, and so, so that performance like always meant a lot to me. Yeah. Um, and she, you just look at her body of work and you were just like, holy fucking shit. Right. Like this woman is versatility and talent personified. Like and- she could do everything mm. like drama all different types of comedy all different types of character it's like she was so unbelievably talented it's disgusting so and, uh so she she won eight emmys across how many several categories mm. uh in her lifetime she also but the thing about her and both the next person we'll be mentioning is like they had long lives and long hugely long careers oh my god like yeah. she was active from the 40s to the 2020s so it's like this is quite, you know, it's it's sad in that we're losing a legend, of course, but mm-hmm. it's not like that she had done so much. Oh, yeah. No. She wasn't like taken from us suddenly. Yes. It wasn't like a super shocking. She was 94, I believe. Mm. And the next icon legend queen was 96. 96. So Cicely Tyson. Oh, my God. Just what? Also, like, I know it's not about this, but man, she's gorgeous. Um, like, I mean, come on. <laughs> I mean, because you'd see her. I'd see her every once in a while, like, accepting a Lifetime Achievement Award or something. I was like, she's 90 something. She looks amazing. The fact that she is, like, the oldest actress to win a competitive Tony Award and still wore the hottest, most fierce <laughs> dress you will ever right. see anyone pick up an award in, mm. like, at 90, whatever she was right. at that time. Like the fact that she was able to do that and just pull it off, it's like, yes, yes. you better work. Iconic. Star of stage and screen, Emmy Award winner, Tony Award winner, you know. And it's especially when she was starting a career, how many black women were really around even at that point and mm-hmm. then around for as long as her? Nobody. I mean, she was, I, I don't know where she is in the lineup, but she's one of the first black women to get nominated for Best Leading Actress at the Oscars. Really? Like, very few were nominated before her. I know right. the first was Dorothy Dandridge, yeah. but like, you know, at that, this was 1972, I mm. believe, uh, she was nominated for Sounder. Like, yeah. like amazing. Like, right. she's been through so much and she is just such a presence yeah. and just so wise yes. and like stoic and, like and just powerful. And, yes. and the fact that these two women died like one day after the other, I like know. back to back, it's just like, Oh tough, man, this is time. hard. Tough time for the old Hollywood fans, but may they rest. They leave back such incredible work behind them. And, yes. You know, I, I encourage weird. all of you to watch a sounder and be the last picture show. Cause all they're right. amazing performances. Got to celebrate them. Okay. We're going to talk about this for literally one second. Cause I don't, Oh Jesus fucking <laughs> Christ. I feel like a, there wasn't a lot of news this week. And B, <laughs> and we would be remiss if we didn't talk about it. 
Okay, apparently a group of Redditors blew up two hedge funds over GameStop. Um, but the gist that I'm getting, okay. Um, right, so explain it to me. I'm going to explain it to you as I'm explaining it to myself. Okay. <laughs> Reddit sub R Wall Street Bets noticed that hedge funds and investors were short selling the GameStop stock. Uh, they were betting on it going down without actually owning the stock. The subreddit banded together and bought a ton of GameStop stock options and options pushing the price from $3.25 each to $148 each. The hedge funds who were uh, be- betting on it going down now had to buy at the higher price point of 148 Dollars, uh, hedge funds. <laughs> uh, basically, these hedge funds lost 1.6 billion dollars in a single day, and Melvin Capital needs a 2.75 billion dollar bailout. And apparently, there's this app called Robinhood where people can like buy and sell stocks, and they wouldn't even allow you to sell the stock of GameStop after mm-hmm. it was like the time you could do so, just to help these hedge funders. So I believe they're getting sued as well. It's just. A whole fucking mess. so so Robin Hood wouldn't let who sell wouldn't let stuff. like the people wouldn't like the subredditors who okay. like had you know who were like oh I'm gonna sell this stock now that I've bumped it up and have you know decimated the money from these hedge fund people but apparently now a couple of redditor bros are very wealthy as a result of all of this yeah I <laughs> obviously like all of this just went in one year and out the other but because and I don't understand any of it because like if there's one thing I know I will never understand mm. it is anything to do with the stock market. <laughs> Um, but from what I gathered, it's a little like, okay, these, mm. these guys on Reddit or, or girls uh, yes. on Reddit tricked people, some girls. In, uh, tricked people into buying a bunch of stock and like wasting their money and like throwing their money at that. So I they would like lose a bunch right. of money. Oh, damn it. <laughs> I'm sorry. All right. All right. I mean, I also don't fully get it, but I, okay. I think it's more that these hedge funds were betting that this stock were go- was going to go down. And since they lost that bet because they pushed it up so high, they lost a bunch of fucking money. Okay, so the gamble killed their money. Yes. Okay. And but the thing is, these hedge funds are like these rich stock people, like stock corporations do shit like this and fuck people over all of the time. So mm-hmm. when some people band together and fuck them over, then Robinhood automatically won't let you sell or whatever. It just seems like everyone wants the corporations to do well and the people to do poorly. And the, you know what? I guess, you know, as much as we're not for Reddit in most ways, I'm kind of rooting for them in this one. I know. It's amazing you know? how it's like suddenly we're just like, you go, Reddit boys. I mean, I think there are many a subreddit, and I feel like any of the ones that we are against, like the QAnon ones or the Trumpers, they were probably not involved in this one. So, I mean, and also not to, you know, stereotype anyone who loves Reddit, but like mm. I like see all the people sort of commenting on this sort of thing, and it's a bunch of bros just sort of being like, yeah, you know, we figured it out. Mm. You know, being poor is just a state of mind. All right. And everything. It's like, okay, look, we're rooting for you I here. know. Like, don't, don't, like... That's why I'm not going to look talking. any further into this, because it's like, I like the idea that I can root for a person over a corporation, but I don't want to learn anything about the actual people I'm rooting for, because I'm sure they're fucking garbage, <laughs> if I were to guess. Um, in a very fun social media back and forth, Sean Mendes uh, weirdly posted a selfie on his Instagram uh, of just like, him with shirt off, arms open, in a hair too field? long, in a field, soaking up the sun uh, with an AirPod and explaining that he is grateful with a blue heart mm. for the sun, coffee, my health, my family, old Mariah Carey songs, music, humans, exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. And this is, if you don't know anything about Mariah Carey, this is a nice thing. Yes, of course, because who isn't grateful who isn't for... Who grateful for, you right, know, an artist listening to her music, but we don't say old. No. We don't say... We don't say, say the O old. word. That is a word we don't say. We don't acknowledge time. Mariah opens the book with, I don't acknowledge time. <laughs> so he hasn't read the book. So, no. Sean, what else are you doing? Um, and when I saw his thing, I was like, old. It's just like, you could just say Mariah Carey songs. You even could say, if you had to pick a decade, say 90s Mariah Carey songs. Or like the aughts Mariah or, Carey or songs. Or, well, maybe he was listening to the remixes. So he was like, these are previous songs that are that feel 
brand new, like, you know. Sure. You could word it in some sort of way. The word old never had to be said. No. Is what we're saying. And I, the thing is, Mariah commented, Trevor Noah commented for the lambs and was basically like, Mariah Carey's songs never get old. They are timeless. And we were like, 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 like. <laughs> Mariah liked it as well. Uh, he never d- defined which songs he was referring to. But then I believe a day or two later, Mariah posted a picture of herself, a selfie in which she has uh She's also in the woods somewhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she says, grateful, pink heart, the sun, the tea, my health, my family, old Sean Mendez songs, <laughs> music, humans, <laughs> exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. And it's just like, I mean, Sean, you earned that. <laughs> it's it's so funny because like it's so shady, but yes. also, you know, harmless. It's like <laughs> the most harmless fun shade you could ever get. It's just like. Sweetie, I don't love your wording, even if what. So let's make a comment on your insane caption. <laughs> but like, sure, we love your old songs. But also, I was reading some Sean Mendez fans. I don't know if she has a fan name group, like okay. a, the Mendizos or something. I don't know. Okay. But uh, they were like, oh, my God, she's listening to Sean. She loved the like, artists supporting artists, blah, blah. And it's like. You know Mariah's never heard of this kid. <laughs> she has never heard one of his songs. She has not heard Senorita. If she heard a part of it, she'd be like, change it. <laughs> like, I just I don't. Mean, I, I've never even really heard any of his songs. Like, I remember Stitches. I, I, of course I remember Stitches. That's, That's a, a great, great song. Yes. There, like, you know, I, don't, I don't really know much of his music. There's Senorita with Camila Cabello. Yes. Cabello. There's, um, there's Nothing Holding Me Back, which is a good song. There okay. Ain't Nothing Holding Me Back. I don't know. And, and he has a song. That's about his anxiety that I forget the name of. He's I like, remember the anxiety song. Yes, and he's like lying down. It got nominated for like song of the year or something at the Grammys. And that was very like, I think. Hmm. <laughs> I remember being like, this is nice. It's all right. Okay. Um, but I, I think that it was a very fun social media moment. I loved the back and forth. He took it on the chin. He laughed at Mariah's on, you know, uh, picture on Twitter. She sent him some hearts. So everyone's fine. No one's getting too bent out of shape about this. But I hope we've all learned our lesson in that when you're saying the words Mariah Carey, the word old can never be in the sentence. I don't care if she's 9,000 years old. She's 12. Mm. We don't acknowledge time. That's it. I mean, Sean, that's that's one strike for Sean. One strike you can forgive, but like two strikes, Sean, I mean, we're watching. That's the thing. We have the, Our antennas are up Two so strikes far. are out. We like you, but like, don't do this again. <laughs> I, hope we, I hope he just goes on a talk show and talks about this. And someone was like, you, and I hope the host can explain to him what the problem with his caption was. Because I don't know if he gets it. I, I hope someone on this team is like, this is why this happened. But I don't know if he gets it. Read the book. Gotta but thank it. you for streaming, Sean. Yes, but thank you for streaming. We do accept all daydream streams and we appreciate it. And yes, that. we are grateful for the music. Yes, who isn't? Um, so I don't know if anything's ever come, come of this. This happened on the 26th and apparently Kellyanne Conway has allegedly posted a topless picture of her 16-year-old daughter Claudia on Twitter. Did this turn out to be true? I have no clue because like I only heard about it happening literally like half an hour after it happened. Oh. Um, I like people were sharing Claudia Conway's like um, uh, TikTok videos yes, where yes. she's explaining it and she's like my mom just accidentally posted a, it was a fleet I think mm. posted a fleet which like by the way fleets like they are disappearing off of my I timeline mean, because no one is doing No them. one's using them. Um, and so she was like my like rumors. My mom post act like posted a picture of me topless. I don't know how she acquired the picture. I don't know how she posted it. Mm. it like I think she when she took my phone when she was punishing yes. me, she like saved all my pictures mm. to keep yeah. for some weird reason, which means she is like in possession of child pornography. Oof. And uh, and she's like, and I I bet you she was like trying to u- was going to like use it against me at some point and like maybe accidentally posted mm. it on her. Because it was apparently like taken down like seconds later, was it? or like minutes later. I don't remember, but it's kind of just like, what is going on with know. this family? I don't know. This is bat shit crazy stuff. How yes. are, is Claudia still living there? How is George still married to his wife? I have, no I, idea. I have so many questions when it comes to this. Yeah. It's so insane to me. I have all... The, I just want her out of that house. Because the thing is, I think the videos I saw, which might have been later, she was not thinking it was an accident. She's like, mm-hmm. no, that she did this on purpose. She took my phone and, like, stole this from me and posted this, blah, blah, blah. And it's just, like, you watch her TikToks of, like, the videos she's recorded of Kellyanne truly 
screaming at her and berating mm-hmm. her and calling her like a fucking idiot or a fucking bitch. Just like truly abusive language to talk the way to talk to any child, but especially your child. And it's like I, she I want her removed from that situation. Is this is there not enough evidence to get this girl out of there? Like, is there not somewhere she can go in which she can be safe? Because like her home at the moment is not safe. It's so it's weird. Just not. It's so weird because, like, it, Claudia is saying she thinks she did it purposely, but it's kind of just like, but Kellyanne Conway, of course, like we do not like her and she is dumb, but like that, like that's pur- purposely post, like you know what you're yes doing right. with that, like yes. no, I, I, how can a person who is level headed enough to get to some sort of high power position mm. also they be they aren't so always crazy level headed like because Marjorie Taylor Greene is an example I mean, of someone an, oof. she's out. Of, I mean, that, speaking of people out of their fucking minds, insane. Like how how would you be like? Imagine being AOC. Or any of the other people that she threatened to execute. Nancy fucking Pelosi. Oh my God. And like working with this woman. No. She must be expelled. And the thing is like Nancy Pelosi is in a position in the House of Representatives where it's just like I have to represent the entire yes. house. So like I have to speak on behalf of this woman yes. who said I should be shot in the yes. head. Crazy. Like it's it's so insane. I, I It's horrifying. How, like how is there like there's no coming back from no. that. She needs to be expelled. Ted Cruz still needs to be expelled. Holly still needs to be expelled. Get them all out. And it's not just because, oh, they're Republican. There are Republicans there that I disagree with that like should still be able to do their jobs. These people are either promoting an insurrection or promoting executing Nancy fucking Pelosi. They are a menace to society. They're a menace. They're- any, any person in government who ha- where there's evidence of them acting or promoting violence towards another government person, even if it is however many years ago, no, 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 no. no. Goodbye. Unacceptable. Like, like, you are done. Like that should be the case. I just also hope that this whole Claudia Conway family thing just doesn't turn into a reality show. Like there might have been a moment in time where I would have been interested in that. But like now it's like, oh, no, this is just an abusive environment. It's so interesting because when it all sort of was starting and, you know, Claudia was putting out these videos and everything, I was kind of just like, is it like, are they all in this together? And they're Mm. like trying to like start some sort of like crazy reality show and everything. But that's that's. Having a reality show based on like a scandalous family is so like those are that's like 2008. Yeah, I feel like that's those are like the Sarah Palin days. And it's you know? like I feel like that's not a thing. And now. it's like scandalous is one thing, but like this is like this is beyond the this pandemic. is beyond like, this is like, actual this is criminal. Absolutely. You like are in possession of child pornography and posted it. Mm-hmm. So that is that is oh no, you are genuinely off your rocker and right. not like ooh, you're just trying to. To sort of like you're 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 like one up you're like right. trying to be ahead of us and to promote yourself in some sort of crazy way even if it makes you look bad right okay so prayers up for Claudia I hope she gets to a safe place uh I just there's not much to say here I don't know if you know knew Sophie's music I didn't really but mm-hmm. Sophie who is a one of the few you know electronic producer and artist one of the few female producers that are, was becoming very popular she produced bitch i'm madonna for madonna oh that's a great i know i love that what song. a song uh she passed away tragically from an accident at 34 uh i believe a day or two ago and i the 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 post that was written i think on her Record labels, Instagram is tragically our beautiful Sophie passed away this morning after a terrible accident. True to her spirituality, she had climbed up to watch the full moon and accidentally slipped and fell. Oh my God. She will always be here with us. The family thank everyone for their love and support and request privacy during this devastating time. But it's just like, good God. Like what a terrible, horrible accident. And like there's so, there's so much music that she could have given us and given the world. And again, I'm not familiar with her music. I need to dive into it because I'm curious about it now. But I believe she hit the scene around 2013 and, you know, has a lot, was Grammy nominated, put out her own music, produced for other people. And like, there are so few female fucking producers. Like, I'm mm-hmm. trying to think of another one. I'm thinking of Chloe and Bailey from Chloe and Halle. Mm-hmm. And like, that's the only one that really comes to mind. Yeah. It's terrifying. So the fact that we're losing such a, an incredible artist, someone who was and was making their way in the industry as a female pr- producer, it's just awful. And so thoughts and prayers out to her family and many fans. Um, but in happier diva news, Kelly Clark- Clarkson has officially beat Ellen DeGeneres in the ratings with the Kelly Clarkson wow. show. And there's rumors. I don't know if Ellen's show 
There's rumors that Ellen's going to cancel the show or like leave the show and like she owns all of it so they can't replace her. Yeah. And that Kelly's going to take her time slot. Wow. I know. It's like I always had misgivings about this whole Kelly Clarkson talk show thing because, of course, we want the music. But she's so effervescent on that show. She gets to sing every single day on that Mm -hmm. show anyways. And I love that people are connecting to it and that they're still connecting. It wasn't like a big, huge viewing at the beginning and then just trailed off. It's like, no, she's become a daytime fucking juggernaut. So we stand Kelly. That's amazing. I think it's a wonderful opportunity to like keep her seen and yes. also like promote her own. Like she's giving herself her own platform to yes. when she does put out oh, new music. Which has to be soon, right? I hope so. She shit. keeps talking about like Gwen Stefani was talking about, oh, I got inspired to rate write and make new music because Kelly kept sending me versions of these amazing songs she's writing and I got inspired to write Gwen singles out and Kelly's is not it's like bitch my god I need it now so these songs are good these songs are good and the thing is Kelly never writes unless she has something to write about and spoiler alert she has something something to write about (laughs) so I need these songs and like I also am like is it weird for her to be going through such a personal downturn as far as like her relationship and this divorce getting so messy while professionally she's like on the voice and like supposed to be professionally happy on a talk show which is like every fucking day that is that is work that is serious and i honestly like that is why i've never met anyone who's worked for a daytime talk show that's like a daily five day week thing and said oh yeah the host of the talk show so pleasant right (laughs) like you know like like hosting your own talk show is right i'm sure it's very taxing thing and everything rides on you and everything falls on you if it goes wrong so like this is a lot of pressure on her she's not even just doing that she's doing the talk show she's making her album she's doing the voice she's raising her kids like this I and she's going through a divorce in which she has to fight for tooth and nail for custody and for her money that she's earned on her own and that he was kind of stealing from her as her manager it's just like so much on one person I just hope even though that obviously she's having so many successes I hope that she has time for herself and you know has a therapist that she can speak to because this just seems even from the outside looking in like so overwhelming Mm-hmm. Well, her music's her therapy, darling. Her writing is her therapy. Yes, but she needs real therapy too. <laughs> I mean, I love that for her, but like that—that's just so much. Um, the last piece of news I wanted to bring up is just more on the upcoming Britney Spears documentary, framing Britney Spears, from the New York Times. And in great news, Felicia, who was with Britney at the very beginning, is going to be interviewed for the documentary and it's like oh who is felicia felicia is the teacher in the baby one more time oh. video oh who has been more uh, has been was britney's confidant and like closest friend and protector throughout her initial career i don't know if they're still in touch or if that's the but like if there's anyone that you know does not have like a bad thought in their mind or like wants to get something or use britney spears in any way in her camp it is felicia Okay, Felicia. It's like when when I went to that pop up shop in L.A., which a lot of people who are Britney fans were like, "You shouldn't go to that." But I was like, "Well, I want the picture." <laughs> Jesus. Felicia was in a video, and it made me feel so much better because it's like you, I've seen as much like for as long as Britney Spears has been Britney Spears, Felicia has been right by her side, and the fact that she was co signing that made me feel good, and the fact that she's co signing this upcoming documentary makes me feel good. Okay. If you okay, if you had to estimate when Britney's getting. When she's getting her dad off the conservatorship and when she's getting out of the conservatorship, what would you guess? Dad off pretty recent. I think that'll be soon. Now. I think that'll be soon. Yeah, especially with the documentary coming out. I think dad off pretty recent. I think conservatorship, um, a year and a half. Okay. I'm going to say a year. Okay. I want her out in a year and I think by June her dad will be off. Okay. That's my guess. I mean, I just, I want that for her. I, I know we're getting close to it. I, I'm glad everyone's making so much noise about it. As much as sometimes those free Britney people were, it was like, okay, you don't actually know. But it seems like the louder they got, the more Britney's legal team was like, oh no, Britney actually very much agrees with them. And like that this, she is pushing for these changes. And so it's like, oh, that sounds like the free Britney people were onto something. Mm-hmm. So I love that it's been motivation for her to find her own legal team and to really take steps to get out of this thing because it's been it'll be 14 years this fall mm-hmm. just like god so much of your life where you can't make any personal or professional decision about your own 
life. Oof. It's a nightmare. That's so. hard. Uh, prayers up for Brittany. Um, one last thing that aired this week that I didn't get a chance to watch but really wanted to was that Lifetime movie of Wendy Williams. Oh, yeah. I saw the clip where she passes out. I hear it's amazing <laughs> and I can't wait to watch it. It's on. I just uh, recorded it today on one of the repeats. And I think after the uh, Lifetime movie, they have like a documentary uh, like of Wendy, actually. And I'm oh, like, girl, there's so much Wendy content. And it seems like there's going to be more coming. Like, I think since she separated or divorced her husband and who was also her manager at the time, she now is like freed up to do a lot of things that the husband was very much like, no, 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 no. Like she and Andy Cohen on Watch What Happens Live reminded each other that like, oh, remember when we both had a show that was going to be on Lifetime and your husband put the kibosh on it and said, we can't do this. Whoa. I know. So he was like in a way getting in the way of a lot of her deals outside of just that show. And so it seems like we're going to see a lot more of Wendy in different avenues and good for her, honestly. Yeah, absolutely. She's having a moment where she's like looking good. She's able to tell her story yes i can't wait and apparently it's it's real and like the movie is pretty good for a lifetime you know biopic kind of thing so i'm excited all right cool all right is there any more news for idiots you want to share with the people i cannot recall all right well let's take a quick break and be back with more two game mats podcast okay we're back. We're back. My friend just texted me because I, I was like in the midst of like a text thing with him. Oh. And uh, I, I was like, oh, BRB, if I don't respond, it's because I'm podcasting. And my friend says, and I quote, fuck your podcast. Wow. So, is there a friend I know? Yes. Who is it? It's Connor. Oh, Connor. <laughs> Get out of here, Connor. Connor listens. So, Connor, if we just said fuck our podcast, you would have nothing to listen to. That's this true. Week. You're welcome yeah. for entertaining you. Anyway, so this is Email My Heart. This is the section of the podcast where we answer some questions that you guys might have. You can be a part of Email My Heart if you email us at 2GayMats, spelled T-W-O, at gmail.com. And the first question comes from Mel, and Mel says, America is saved. Yes. Not saved quite yet, but like in the process <laughs> yes, of being we're- saved. In route. Or maybe Mel means saved, like blessed by Jesus or something. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, he's... Uh, uh, it says, hey, Matt, happy inauguration day. I hope you were able to celebrate and have a wonderful day. Watching the inaugura- inauguration, I thought Lady Gaga's national anthem rendition was incredible. It got me thinking about what your opinions are of Star Spangled Banner performances. Specifically, which one is the best? Which one is the worst? And who would be amazing but hasn't gotten a chance to do a high profile performance yet? Super Bowl, inauguration, etc. I look forward to your podcast every week. It's the highlight of my life. Thanks. P.S. Have you thought about dropping? Curated Spotify playlists. You could start with Matt Palmer's Pop Rock Euphoria. Oh, I do like that. That's a good idea. Thank you, Mel. Um, I mean Whitney. I mean, <laughs> I mean yeah, Whitney. It's, like it's it's hard because there's just such an iconic best version that it's mm-hmm. it's hard to even sing the song anymore without thinking about Whitney. Houston. <laughs> it's hard to sing the song. And anymore. I was truly just watching Whitney do it, like because she did it at the Super Bowl, which was like you know lipped because that's what they had to be at the time and then she did it on this um special that she did on hbo in 1991 and in front of a bunch of troops and she did it live and it was just like if not just as good maybe a little better and it's just like fuck yeah that is a that's a performance of vocal and i'm i'm really excited for jasmine sullivan's doing it at the super bowl this year i heard yes. that when you were watching watch what happens live yes. i was like i didn't know she was singing national anthem oh, at the super bowl okay oh i'm so excited i'm trying to think of who else is i really like i mean mariah's is really nice and i think it's a beautiful i especially love the like going up on brave eh, 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 eh. <laughs> i okay, love we, that we love an up on brave we love an up on brave um what about you do you have any favorites uh not really i i i'm, <laughs> I'm not like you know i not, i don't watch that many football games or anything. Right. Um, but I I will say there is a um, Star Spangled Banner mm-hmm. that really, I mean I, I wouldn't say it's like the best because like, you know, Whitney. Right. But <laughs> where I saw the performance and I was just like, whoa, whoa, whoa. That is talent. Wow. And that is Chloe and Hallie's. Oh. I was at work and they sang it on the Super Bowl. I don't know, like, uh, I think, was it last year's or was it the year prior? I forget. I don't even um, But I was at work and I just heard them and I just remember being like, Whoa, like their precision and their timing and their harmonies together, like those are talented girls. And and you can tell that they 
worked and put so much thought into this rendition. And look at them now. Look at that album they made. I know, and you look at their era now and you're just like, of course their precision course. was incredible. Like I think of them and I think precision <laughs> and I think and I think work. Yes. And like I think you just see the work in it. And and it was a very simple rendition of National right. Anthem, yet still complex. Yeah. Like, so I was just I remember being specifically impressed by their rendition. All right. I yeah. love that. Yeah. Worst girl, worst. Oh worst. I don't know. Like I don't remember. I'd need to rewatch them. I remember, I mean, Fergie did a weird thing, <laughs> but like that was iconic. It was iconic, but it was not good. It was, it was iconic. Fergie did something weird. I remember, yeah, she's the only one that really jumps out as ben like, oh, this was. <laughs> oh, God. Truly iconic phrasing. Mm, Truly mm, iconic. Mm. I think the worst for me was one time in, uh, I think my sophomore year of high school, okay. I was supposed to sing the national anthem with like a group of four of my friends. Yeah. And I had never been to a school football game before, but all four of my friends were in marching units, so mm. they knew what time to be there. And I figured, oh, the game starts at two. They sing the national anthem at two. <laughs> so I showed up at one fifty-five. And as I was walking onto the field, I heard them singing and I was like, oh no, I missed it. <laughs> and they were wow. like, oh, the, the national anthem is at like one thirty. Like, it's like <laughs> half an hour before the game. And I'm like, that's fucking stupid. So I, that's the worst national anthem. Rendition wow. Because I missed it. And it could have been better with me in there. Okay. Any other questions we got? <laughs> <laughs> we got a, a question from Bruno. Bruno, this is sort of a follow up question to a question that uh, he asked uh, two weeks ago. Okay. And it says, I love Lady Gaga. Okay. So this is a Lady Gaga heavy podcast. Both yeah. questions and the little intro we just had. Yeah. Uh, I love Lady Gaga. Hi, Matt. It's me again. And I swear I'm not obsessed with her. But after you read my last email, I realized that I came out as a hater when in reality, <laughs> Lady Gaga is my favorite pop singer. Don't worry. You didn't come across as a hater, Bruno. Don't worry. Uh, that being said, my point was with saying that her new songs don't sound like hits is that I miss listening to songs of hers wishing for a music video. Mm. The promotion of of the album is pretty much done and I'm not upset that it's over because being honest there wasn't any Venus on Chromatica mm. I'm kind of frustrated with this era not because it wasn't filled with hits but because it could have been so much more I mean Lady Gaga missed the opportunity to make the visual album we all have been waiting for mm. I personally wouldn't care for charts if I had a music video for Alice just imagine what she could have done with Sign From Above. Anyway, so many wasted opportunities. But for argument's sake, what are your thoughts about the album's era now? Do you wish it had more singles? Singles. P.S. I'm not. It's not your fault that I came out as a hater. I was just being a little shady. You're good, Bruno. <laughs> Bruno's so sweet. I know he's the best. Um, I really am happy that she put the album out at the beginning of the pandemic and didn't say, you know what, I'm just going to hold off until all of this is done because we had plans to go on tour and do all this in-person stuff that we can't do anymore. I think that album gave a lot of people, a lot of gays, something to do in their house when mm. they were going through the uh, coronavirus of it all. It was and a good May. It, it was, was a, a good, good May. May. And people needed a good May. They needed something to lift the spirits a bit. And so I'm thankful for her to do that. And now all I see all over Instagram and Twitter are the fucking Chromatica Oreos. So clearly it's still going one way or another. Yeah. Uh, did they just come out? Like, I feel like every post I see is like... It's about Chromatica. Yes. And I'm still seeing like mashups of the Chromatica 2 transition into 91. Are you still? I'm still seeing wow. all of that. Yeah. They need to get over it. That's been a minute. I think it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's fun. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I I understand how an era, any era of anyone's could be kind of difficult this yeah. week. Yeah. Or not this week. But, like, <laughs> this time. Yes. Because, you know, it's not easy to just like pop out a music video these days it's not that easy to like promote your era right. these days you know so i understand why it's hard i mean i i do wish there was also like a music video for sign from above mm -hmm. or like babylon yes or alice yes you know? but the, we did we got the rain on me music video which yep. is excellent there's rain on me there's stupid love and there is 911 and there's 911 which is a fun video like yeah. an interesting video I mean, it's crazy it's yeah <laughs> i mean it's very her i love it yeah so so I mean, and the the nine one one music video. I mean, when did it come out? A couple months ago. Yeah, a few months ago. So maybe there's a, there is another music video. Hopefully, on the horizon. We need one for Babylon. Yeah, it's like, only right. Let's go. Let's go. Right, maybe she's working on that right now. I so, hope so. So don't worry, Bruno. It might be coming. Yeah, we got our fingers crossed. Uh, so Matt Steele, mm -hmm. I have a question for you. Yes. 
What's been giving you moments, darling? Uh, so, um, you guys might know I put out a movie recently called Devos. No. Um, and that was my first feature film that I ever wrote. Mm. And for a long, 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 long time, <laughs> I was conceptualizing my second feature film. And yes. for a long, 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 long time, I was trying to crank out a first draft. Well, I'm very happy to say yes. that as of like an hour ago, yes, I wrote blackout on that final oh my first gosh. draft. <laughs> so, That's amazing. And you know what? The draft is a mess, <laughs> but it's a first draft, but I'm happy that there is a beginning, a middle, and an end. Yes. Kind of. Okay. Well, okay. There is definitely a beginning and definitely an end. The middle, there are questions. Okay. But it is done. There. I, now I can, I have something to work on yes. and fine tune. Yes. Because that is what I like doing. Yes. It's just like the act of actually Putting it all out there yes. is the hardest part. And mm. so I am so relieved. Also, I don't owe my brother $40 because <laughs> he threatened. He said, if you don't finish this first draft by February 1st, you owe me $40. Wow. And he will hold me to it. He will be Venmo requesting me every single day oh until the God. day I drop dead for $40. Are you and sending I was him like, the draft to be like, I it's absolutely here. am. It's here. here it is. Don't read this one, though. Read, read the next one I send you. Because this one's a little messy in parts, but read it. But here's the proof that I did it. Wow. So I am $40, not richer, but like the same. Yes. Uh, and I finally have the first draft. Oh, congratulations. I'm, I'm, I am happy with it for a first draft. Okay. I'm, I'm excited about it. That's great. Because it's really, really fun. All right. We love fun. So. I just, it's nice weight off of my shoulders. That's amazing. Yes. And it was years in the making. I mean. <laughs> what about you, Matt Palmer? What was giving you moments um, this week? Well, I have started watching a show on HBO Max that everyone has been talking about how amazing it is, and I hadn't got into it, but it's a show called Search Party. Mm. And um, it was a show that I believe was on Comedy Central before, but HBO Max picked it up, and it's now going to be an HBO Max original. I think they just came out with a new season, but I just started from the beginning, and it stars. Oh, I should know her name. She's the girl that was maybe from Arrested Development. Um, oh, you haven't watched that show. Oh, what is her name? Curly hair. Yes, Allie. She's something? really fun. She's really fun, and it also stars John Early, and he is very funny. He went to NYU when we were there, um, and it's just a great show. And so. Funny and interesting and like uh, it's like a comedy mystery show mm -hmm. that is really, really funny and also keeps you on the edge of your seat. It's like what happened. They're basically trying to find, uh, at least in this first season, they have a former classmate who has disappeared. And it seems really strange that she disappeared and uh, that lead character maybe. Uh, who her name's not maybe on the show, but in my head she's still maybe uh, is kind of leading the charge to try to figure out what happened to her, what led to her disappearance, if she is still alive or dead. Um, I would say I'm not going to spoil you, but I still don't know what's going on, so I can't. <laughs> but I'm excited to continue watching because it's a show that gets such rave reviews all the time, and I just have not gotten into. And so I'm excited to to explore more down the search party path. And certain to speaking of shows that were on other networks and are now on HBO Max and are going to be. I know. I feel like the other two came out before we had this podcast, so I just need to talk about the other two. Oh, that is the a other two! Great show, and I rewatched that pretty recently too, maybe in the last month. And it stars uh, Chris Kelly and his sister Helene. Something is the actress's name, but uh, it is so so. Oh, I'm sorry. Chris Kelly is this the writer of the show. Uh, he is a former SNL writer, and he and his uh, co-writer, whose name is Sarah, I believe. Wrote the show together, but it's truly so funny. It's so great. It's about two adult children who uh, basically are like failed actors or failed dancers, failed in their kind of career path that they want to do. And then their little brother, who's like 12 years old, puts out a very cheesy, very bad music video and becomes super famous overnight, like Justin Bieber famous. And it's basically them dealing with their little brother who's now like dropped out of school and moved to New York and like has birthday parties that are sponsored by alcohol that he can't drink. And like, mm -hmm. it's just really funny and really well done. And uh, the lead actor is so funny and amazing in it. And there's a storyline in the first season where he kind of falls in love with this actor named Daniel K. Isaac and then they don't end up being together but like Daniel K. Isaac is so adorable and then I just you just need to watch the show it is so smart 
and uh, well written and so quick. And I'm so excited for the second season, especially because by the time the second season comes out, I think it will have been like two years since the first season. And so, yeah, we're I, ready. I remember when the first season came out and you were watching, and I always enjoyed it. And I would always like, you know, I, I wasn't really following the show, but I would always watch it with you and be like, yes. this is really fun and really entertaining. And then it felt like it like disappeared. I know. And I was like, what happened to that show? I know. Well, <laughs> HBO Max back. has picked it up. It will be out uh, soon. It got the thing is it got renewed for a second season on February 11th of 2019. Oh. And it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, sorry, the actor. They was created by Chris Kelly and Sarah Schneider. They both used to write on SNL. Drew Tarver is the main guy. Uh, the, the main guy, excuse me. Uh, Helene York is on the show. Molly Shannon, of course, is the mom. And mm-hmm. she's so, so good. Um, and then Ken Marino is also on it as uh, the manager to their little brother. It's just a great show that has a lot of heart, but it's also really, really, really funny and a great concept. And the, the the performances are really good. I just, I can't recommend it enough. It, the thing is, it's hard to find the first season now. Like I think in my rewatch, I had to just buy it off of iTunes for $20, but I'm like, this is worth $20. I'm going to watch this 10 episode season a lot and I can't not have it in my possession. So I don't get why it's not on HBO max the first season. Like, why can't I just yeah, stream it? Like, there? why not put it on there? I don't know. I, I mean, maybe they figure people are going to watch the second season and they'll want to watch the first season. So maybe they should pay for it. I mean, maybe. Yeah, All right. I think there might be like a licensing issue. I imagine yeah, since I'm sure. the, uh, comedy central was the first one to produce it, but it's a great show. I can't recommend it enough. So those have been giving me moments. It's beautiful. Oh, we're entering February. Yes. Refreshed. Whole new month. Yes. We're going to feel good. Yes. We're going to feel good. There's nowhere to go but up. Biden, still the president. Absolutely. <laughs> Va- vaccines still going in arms. Yes. Not our arms, but, but someone's some arms. Some arms, you know. Some of ours one day. That'll be the day. That'll be the day. Ooh. Let me tell you. You know what? It's going to be tough when we get to March 13th. And we don't have that vaccine, and it will be like officially a year. Oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> and that very sad because you keep seeing like, oh, it's been a year since like physical came out by Dua Lipa. But I'm like, oh no, yeah, it's, We're ca- getting it's creeping close. up. And I- then like the anniversary of when there was the first case in LA just passed. And mm. It's just like, oh god. I I remember that day. I was working the shift where suddenly the governor and the mayor were like, yes. we're closing everything. Restaurant, The restaurant had to close. We had to close Shit. early. But it still sucked because we we were fumigating that day because like mm. once a month we do a fumigation for like, you know, roaches and all yeah. that stuff. So the whole fumigation process is insufferable because <laughs> you have to like break down the whole restaurant and put everything in the center of the room and cover it with tarps. Mm. Um, but we still had to do that. <laughs> like no! the fumigation people still came. So like Rude. the restaurant closed early, but like we still had to do fumigation and we were just like, this sucks. And we were like, oh, but it's okay. We'll probably have like two weeks. I off. know <laughs> we'll be back in two weeks and look at us now. Look at us now. But it's okay. We're going to get through February, have a great time and get ready for that vaccine. Just get our arms ready. Keep hitting them. So oh my god! I've be been I've been you know doing my little um uh, pull 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 lifting heavy things uh, to you know okay you know like, how you like pull, pull things up not really dumbbells but just like heavy things. So lifting weights. What heavy things have you been lifting? Oh, you know, like my chair. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, we're gonna wrap this up. Thank you guys so much for listening, and we'll be back next week with more Two Game Mats podcast. Bye. Bye. Bye.